Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Plenty of changes this weekend. Round 16 final buy round is here. And what is the point of buy planning? I mean, honestly, Milford gone, TKO gone, and then we've missed the likes of Fafita and even Clemmer. Uh, failed, uh, or he didn't fail, but Tarek Sims failed to get off tonight. So that looks likely that it'll mean that Tarek Sims um, will be replaced by in the New South Wales side by David Klenner. It is a very, very difficult um Time to really buy plan. Gone from 17 to maybe 13 players now, and I'm sure there's many um, in the same boat. Four games this weekend. Let's get straight into the Thursday night game, St. George Illawarra versus the Melbourne Storm. Heaps of changes here for both sides with um, plenty of the players missing through origin. Um, for the Dragons, the, the positional changes that we're going to look at here is Ben Hunt, Corey Norman, Tyson Frizzell, Paul Vaughan, Tarek Sims um, all out, with Sims now going to miss a few weeks through suspension. Jai Field and Darren Nichols have uh, been called into the halves. Blake Laurie, Jeremy Lattimore, and Corbin Sims all move from the bench into the starting pack. Luciano Leilua moves from prop to second row. And Josh Kerr, Mitch Allgood, and Pat Kafusi, or Patrick Kafusi all join the interchanges. His club debut as well. And Tim Lafay returns from entry uh, in place of Lachlan Maranta after being a late withdrawal last weekend. So from the Dragons' perspective here, Cameron McInnes is of interest to me. Uh, 60 points in 65% of his games played this season. And if you exclude the three games this year where he played uh, 70 or fewer minutes, he's actually got a season average of 69 points per game. So he's a locking keeper available for 50, 56k less than Cameron Smith. Darren Nichols, Josh Kerr, and Mitchell Allgood, and sorry, Patrick Kafusi are all enough options this round, with Kerr arguably the best, um, given the price and dual position flexibility. Moving on to the Storm, uh, they've also got a lot of players missing through origin duties with Bull Chambers, Josh Adokar, Karen Munster, Christian Welch, uh, Felice Kafusi, and Dale Finucane all missing. Billy Walters will make his debut at 5-8th, uh, while Solomon Carter will make his club debut in the centres, replacing Chambers. Sander Earl uh, returns to the wing. Joe Stimson, Brandon Smith, and Nelson Asafa Solomona move into the starting pack, while Jerome Hughes returns at fullback after being a late out last weekend. This sees Ryan Papahusen, uh drop to the bench, and Albert Vede uh, joins him there as well. Um, we just spoke about Cameron McInnes. It'd be rude of us not to also cover Cameron Smith. He doesn't fe feature in the top five traded in players this round, but perhaps this is Judy's high ownership percentage of 38%. He's definitely on the list if you haven't don't own him like I do. Well, I don't, and he's um, certainly someone that I'm looking at. 
I really, really liked the uh, the performance of Kenny Bromwich last weekend. Um, he's easily putting in his best and most consistent fantasy season so far uh, in his career. 60 points in over 50% of his games compared to just 5%, 4%, and, four, and another 4% of the past three years. He's, um, he's a pot option at 5% ownership. And the Storm have a nice draw to finish off the season, but he's close to 500k. And that, that's a lot of money to be paying for someone who's not going to be there in your final 17 every week. Um, Nelson Asafa-Solomona gets the start, uh, start this week. However, I think he's really just a one-week wonder. Um, you know, he could produce um, a nice score of 50-plus this week with a PPM of close to 1.2 over his career. However, at, at 44, 444K, um, there's likely going to be better options um, for you this weekend and also for the run home. So it could be um, potentially a bit of a wasted trade there. Jerome Hughes definitely comes back into calculations after being a late withdrawal last weekend, particularly with Anthony Milford now out for a lengthy period of time. And, and there could be, and also with Caelan Ponga, um, will likely miss round 17 uh, in addition to this weekend. So um, if you brought in somebody like a Jerome Hughes and then you do have a, a dual position player such as a Sean Johnson in halfback, then um, you could easily cover Ponga uh, over the next couple of weeks with Jerome Hughes. And the Storm do have a favorable run home as well. And Billy Walters shapes as the only real enough option um, for the Melbourne Storm. He's a dual position hooker and halfback. In our Friday night game, the West Tigers face the Sydney Roosters at Bankwest Stadium. Uh, the West Tigers only have one origin player with Moses Mbai playing for Queensland. Uh, he has been replaced by Paul Momorowski in the centres, uh, while Josh Aloi returns from illness a prop in place of Oliver Clark. Um, Ryan Madison is arguably the buyer of the round um, this week, uh, given he's missed the origin selection. With a season average of 68 points per game, he's a legitimate keeper for the run home, and um, you're far better off just spending the cash to get him in than some of those guys priced um, you know, under four, under 500k. David Nofaloma, um, Nofaluma, Eason Masters, and also Alex Swell. For me, they're guys to avoid. I don't see them as being keepers. I own Eason Masters, and I'll be looking to trade him out for for um, for Bateman uh, come round 17 or round 18. So I would be avoiding those guys. I don't see them as season keepers. I much prefer uh, Ryan Madison, as said before, and also Latrell Mitchell as a gift this week. Uh, so get those guys, albeit more expensive. For the Roosters, interestingly, they've only got two uh, origin players in Boyd Cordner and James Tedesco. And unfortunately, we've seen that Takiyoho is going to miss through concussion. So that, that's a shocker. Um, and we saw what happened with Ryan Madison last year. He uh, missed a significant part of the season due to the rolling concussion. It appears that Takiyoho has missed out on uh, or, or failed the NRL's protocols and uh, NRL physio had tweeted this week that uh, with seven game, seven days between games, this could indicate he hasn't passed each stage of the first opportunity. All the Roosters are taking every precaution with his recovery. So hopefully he's right to go for round 17. But um, if you do own him, then I could understand why you'd, you'd potentially trade him. He is someone that's um, flirting the edges of the, the top 17, top 18. And if you're desperate for numbers this week, like I know quite a few people are, then uh, I can understand why some will, will be moving him on, um, particularly if cash is short. So let's move into the um, the ins and outs. Latrell Mitchell and Angus Crichton have both been named. Um, they've been overlooked by the New South Wales side once again. Uh, as I said, Tedesco and Cordner uh, will be missing through origin commitments. Luke Keary is a very much a welcome return to the halves from, con- from concussion. concussion. 
Um, but Takeaho will miss also through the same um, issue, and um, hopefully he, he comes back into the side next weekend. With Kiri out, that sees Mitchell shift back to the centres and Joseph Manu uh, to full back, while Ryan Hall is back on the wing for Matt Ikuvalu. Uh, Jared Warrior Hargraves is back at prop, while Isaac Leo um, moves to the lock and Nate, Nat Butcher comes into the second row with Takio out. Lachlan Lamb drops to the bench and uh, Topanuia is uh, returning. So the big unfortunate news for Supercoach is that Takiyahu will miss. Um, that's a bummer for particularly the likes of myself who had brought him in last weekend as a buy coverage player, but alas, we move on. Um, Latrell Mitchell, on the other hand, is a gift this weekend and I'll be definitely looking to bring him in, particularly with uh, Kiri uh, returning. That should see that uh, Mitchell uh, will play in the centres and at a, with a BA of 66 now is as good as ever to, to bring him in. And I'll definitely be putting the, the VC tag on him against the Tigers. Uh, he has uh, one of the high, highest ceilings going around in the NRL. And as, as I did say before, they're, they're only missing the likes of Boyd Cordner and a James Tedesco to Origin. So it's still a relatively strong side and they, they should be too good for the Tigers this weekend. Um, Angus Crichton uh, is one of the players that I was alluding to before in terms of the mid-400 bracket. Um, he's probably going to give you 50 to 55 points this weekend, but then... Unlikely to feature in your 17, except as an injury cover um, from then on. Um, with that being said, Crichton, he does appeal to me from a couple of angles, and, and one being the upside given he's only averaging four points per game in attack this year. He's got a solid base, so that's base plus power of over 50. So there's a lot of work to do. It, there's a lot of things that can happen here. There's potentially a very low floor and, and a ceiling that hasn't quite been achieved. Um, if he can start to feature in the Roosters' attack over the second half of the season, and they've got games against the Titans, Bulldogs, Cowboys, Warriors, and the Panthers in the last nine games. So there's a level of optimism there that I think we can we can have compared to some of the other um, guys priced similarly around about that 450k. The downside here is he's been named on the interchange once again, once again, but in just 42 minutes last weekend, he produced 54 points, with 56 coming from pure base, which is seriously impressive. Moving along to Saturday, the Knights played the Warriors uh, at McDonald Jones Stadium at 7.35. So... For the Knights, um, you got Saifidi, Edric Lee, and Tim Glasby out. Obviously, Ponga is a, a name not on the list, too. He was a, a late withdrawal last weekend. He looks likely to miss uh, through to round uh, 18 uh, through a calf injury, which is not good at all. Saifidi uh, and Glasby will play Origin. Um, but the big news is that David Clemmer is probably likely to play, um, too. He's been named at lock but he will likely get the call up with Tarek Sims failing at the judiciary tonight, um, which is not good news for Supercoach. Edric Lee is out with a broken arm, while Danny Levi returns from an ankle injury at Hooker. And this sees Connor Watson shifting to fullback, and potentially that also sees uh, Watson's Supercoach points or output dropping right down from next weekend or from round 18 when Ponga returns. Because he's been playing full games at Hooker, and with Levi coming back, you'd, you'd expect that they'd probably either will share that position or Levi will come and take over. Kurt Mann moves to the centres and Homel Hunt will shift to the wing. James Gave comes into the starting side of prop alongside Jacob Saifidi, who returns, and Puzami Solo uh, is called up onto the bench. 
the big news, as I said, is that David Klemmer is not available for the Knights this weekend. He's likely, well, he is, but he's likely to be called up for New South Wales with Tarek Sims failing to beat his suspension tonight at the judiciary. So that's some big news there. Moving on to the Warriors, they don't have any origin players, which is not unexpected. Uh, however, Nathaniel Roach will be missing the rest of the season with an ACL injury, which is very unfortunate for him. So the only changes there are to the bench with Isaac Luke and Lachlan Burr coming in onto the bench. Uh, Pulu and um, Roach drop out. Uh, and as I said, Roach will be unfortunately missing the rest of the season. So if you own him, it's time to, to move him along. Jazz Tavaga was uh, super impressive last weekend as the starting lock with 84 points in 74 minutes with a massive 78 of these coming from pure base. Did allude to this last week in the uh, team's analysis and also in the SC report on the Wednesday that just needs minutes and the guy's going to be a super coach machine. However, this weekend we see Lachlan Burr returning to the bench um, and... So I think we just need to tone down our expectations and we're not going to get what we the same output probably. He's probably not going to play 74 minutes, but anything over 60 minutes and uh, I think he can at least go at a point per minute. He's a, a super coach beach, beach. Let me try that again. A super coach beast. And um, yeah, look, if he can get minutes, we saw what he did over the second half of last year. Uh, you know, 60 to 65 points per game is not out of the question. So he's uh, he's definitely someone that I'm just unsure of at the moment. And if I um, I wouldn't say you have to break your side to go and get him, but I think he's one potentially one of the better by coverage players this weekend. I really don't want to do this game, but anyway, the Cronulla Sharks versus the Brisbane Broncos, the uh, final game of the weekend at Shark Park or Points Bet Stadium at four o'clock on Sunday. The Sharks have a legitimate chance of uh, putting half a ton on the board here against uh, what is would have to be the worst Broncos 17 that I've ever seen named and arguably the, the worst 17 they've ever put on the field. It's horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. Anyway, starting with the Sharks. So they've got Wade Graham who will be missing through Origin and uh, and he's been replaced in the starting side by Kurt Capel while Kyle Flanagan comes onto the bench. Um, as I said, this could be an absolute hammering at Shark Park. They'll be pretty pissed off about a shitty performance last weekend against the Bulldogs. So the likes of Sean Johnson, Britton Nakora, Bronson Sherry, and also Matt Morlin are set for huge games potentially this weekend. Sean Johnson um, lost that try assist last weekend, and um, I think he had over 10 tackle breaks, which was massive. He shapes as a pretty solid captain option against an extremely understrength Broncos side. And a Broncos side that has not performed away well away from home at all this season. Um, he's priced at 440k with current break even of 45. Um, he's up there again with likes of Ryan Madison, Latrell Mitchell. As if you don't own him, he's one of the best buyers this weekend. For the Broncos, there is far too many ins and outs to be going through. It is absolute carnage. They've got. Um, let me just go through the list now. One, two, three, four Origin guys missing. They've also got Richard Kenner and unfortunately Anthony Milford. Looks like it could be done for a couple of months with a knee injury and that spells absolute disaster for the Broncos. He was easily their best player uh, in the second half. Almost put them on his shoulder and brought them back into the game. A game with uh, Darius Boyd doing his best to lose the match for the Broncos and succeeded very well there. So heaps of changes. As I said, there's uh, Corey Oates, David Fita, Gillette, Offengowie, Milford and Kenner all out. Darius, good old Darius, returns to fullback. 
not much more to say there that hasn't been said. He's very lucky to be in the first grade side this weekend with the amount of outs. Um, Turpin comes back into the starting side. However, he moves into the halves. And a couple of interesting debutants uh, here. Um, I think there's some ex-soccer or football um, pedigree uh, floating around these guys, but um, they'll be making their first grade debut with Herbie Farnsworth and also Xavier Coates, both on the wings. And they have to be two of the more impressive enough names we've seen ever uh, in the NRL. Alex Glenn is also very much a welcome return this weekend. He comes straight back onto the edge. Thomas Flegler will join the starting pack at lock with Divider. Uh, Pangai, not junior anymore, just Divider Pangai shifting from lock to the second row, while James Aguiaro, Reese Kennedy, and Sean Fenton are the, the new names on the bench, which is a very weak 17. Um, yeah, the injury to Anthony Milford is an absolute dagger. Um, if you own him, probably be holding him just for this weekend. Um, but um, we should know before the end of the week whether he's going to get surgery and that could see his 2000 season done. If that's the case, be looking to move him out, potentially for somebody like a Jerome Hughes this weekend if you've got the right jewels. Uh, in positive news, Payne Haas has missed out on in New South Wales selection and uh, he's available. Go Payne. And Katoni Stagg should retain his goal-kicking with Jermaine Asako absent. Um, I think he's away with personal reasons. But let's be real, the Broncos are not going to be crossing for too many tries this weekend. So um, Stagg's base should be kept you know, around about that 30 points, I'd say. The interesting play here from a supercoach perspective is probably Tavita Pangai. So he moves into the second row where he spent the majority of the game last weekend due to the injury of Richie Kenner. He played uh, 80 minutes and scored 60 points with 42 of these coming from pure base. He's likely to shift back to the middle next weekend when Matt uh, Gillette returns. And for me, he's not someone that I'm really that confident playing any week. And you know, I think he's a 50 to 60 point per game player. And, and uh, I just haven't seen enough this year from him. He's, I said it on the Supercoach report last week, and I think he's a little bit of a pretender. Um, has offered so much, and there's been heaps of hype about his Supercoach game, but just has not delivered. So I'm happy to probably watch him go. Um, and uh, I just think the Broncos are going to be horrible um, in the second half of the season. Who knows what's going to happen, and that could really impact their super coach output too so i'll be avoiding the broncos um any of the broncos players and uh, be looking to get the likes of the stags out of my side um asap uh that's it for this weekend best of luck uh it's a very very tough round and the sc report will be here next week or tomorrow night actually see ya Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 